1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at Select Business Merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash business gold card.
0: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show change the drive to work in traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective
3: connecting changes everything AT&T
2: Tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite.
4: Basketball is heating up with big plays and even bigger wins. And we've teamed up with DraftKings to get you in on the action.
0: DraftKings just dropped a brand new way to play daily fantasy sports with Pick 6. Right now, all new customers can make their first pick. Get up to $50 back in Pick 6 credits after playing just $5 in your first pick set. That's right. You just have to
4: play $5 and you'll get back $50 in Pick 6 credits. Getting started is simple. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up using code SMOKE. Track
0: your lineup and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up using promo code SMOKE. That's code SMOKE, only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
4: Welcome back, all the SMOKE all-star indiana
0: we back in your back in your old stomping grounds yeah,
4: they be back here, they still man. got love for you out here they got a lot of love for me Jack. Yeah, before we get started i'm gonna crack open this core cool, cool's light hey because it's made to chill it's early but it's made to chill hey and you know it's made to chill because the mountains only turn blue when it's cold Ooh, jack you know it's eight o'clock in california hey. but hey it's never too uh early to start it's happy hour somewhere one uh, we got a good one today Jack. i got a chance to sit down with this young man right before he came in the league uh jelani had plugged it and i was just fascinated off the rip about his IQ and the way he approached the game. And obviously, his father had a nice run in the league, but son came through and, and crushed the buildings. Yes, um, let's welcome to the show, Jaden Brunson. Appreciate it. All-star, yeah, all-star. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. all-star. Yes, sir. All-star. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even like to say underdog because I don't really feel like you've been, but I, I, I think at times overlooked. Is that safe to say that people kind of overlooked you? And, and And I really think you're making
5: your mark now. Yeah, 100%. I'd say um, no matter what stage of my, my career, I've been like high school, college, league, um, always been somewhat overlooked at some point. But um, I don't really like, use that. I mean, I guess I use this fuel a little bit, yeah. but like it is what it is. I know that I, got, I start at the bottom of the total pole every every time I get to a new place and I just got to work my way back up.
4: So, career numbers, uh, congratulations on your first All Star appearance. You got 27 points and six assists a game what has been kind of the secret to your breakout season
5: um really it's it's a lot of the credit goes to obviously my teammates just being uh, a dog
0: you're just a dog that too bro.
5: that too yeah uh my teammates obviously the Knicks organization for just believing in me and mm-hmm. all that uh I mean obviously you can say that the work you put in and all that stuff that's just that's just what I do but uh I got to give thanks to the people that really believed in me when I sometimes don't. And so uh, um, my whole thing is I always try to keep my confidence, but um, it's always really beneficial when I have people on the side of me. who's like, this is what you do. Believe in yourself. And it gives me an extra boost.
4: A ton of accolades, but most notably two-time NCAA champ at Villanova. Somehow you still slide to the second round, um, but now you're really the darling of the NBA With with all due respect on the biggest Stage, you know, they called Madison Square Garden the Mecca. What is it like, the energy and, 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 and the atmosphere back in New York now that you guys are playing well?
5: No, it's, it's rocking hmm. every single night. Um, it's, it's crazy. You know, going to the garden, you know, you, when, you're, when you're sitting in traffic, you know, you're getting ready to go into the, um, the garden, you know, you start to, you, you start to feel the energy. Now, before anyone's even in there, you know when you're shooting on the court before the game and no one's really in the stands yet, uh, you can still feel that energy. So, um, New York, man, it's now when the Knicks are good, now things are rocking in there. The, the yeah.
4: NBA is better when the Knicks are no good. No question. Um, a recent, uh, they've been a, often, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a recent, uh, <laughs> it's, it's stupid. A recent video surfaced, and I loved it because I'm in a similar stage with my twin boys of your pops working you out and, and, and just how he was on you and 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 talk to us about that dynamic of having a dad that played in the league. You obviously wanted
0: to follow in his footsteps, but just that journey to get there. And before you start, for us, you for like for me and Jelani, like you like our son, cause we came up with your dad, you know what I'm saying? So we know him very well. So to see you shining even more, you know what I'm saying? Coming, coming out better than him and shining more than him, like it's extra gratifying to us to see you succeed. So you got people like me and Jelani guys that came up with your dad, that's getting so much joy from seeing you shine, bro. You talking about you old ass motherfuckers? All, all the yeah. old motherfuckers yeah. like us. Yeah, they yeah. came in with your dad to see you shining, <laughs> bro. We we super proud of you, though. Nah, bro. I
5: appreciate that. I think um, just like going back to when uh, he used to train me when we were younger. Um, I think obviously I'm not like six to eight. Now I'm not jump over people. I'm not super fast. He wasn't either. He he definitely wasn't <laughs> either. I didn't, yeah, he definitely wasn't. He um, young when I was younger, it really. You can obviously teach so much. It was like more mental than anything. Like my dad at the time, when that video surfaced, uh, he was coaching at University of Virginia. So they just had a brand new facility, brand new arena, brand new practice gym. It's AC, beautiful in there, but in the hot summer. And um, he had me working outside, you know, mm-hmm. at the high school gym. On the black Or the high school uh, black tops. And so, I'm thinking like, why are we not just going to the right. AC, going to the <laughs> AC gym? Like, we can still get the same work and whatever. The court's actually bigger in there. The Lines are probably perfect and everything. But uh, it was all mental. And he was just trying to see where I was mentally. And uh, and he pushed me and pushed me. And he was like, if you make a shot here, you can make a shot anywhere. So um, I think as I grew older, obviously more skill-based workouts were implemented into what I was doing. But now that mental part of it, was huge, huge for me. Cause I didn't really think about it until I got older. I was like, half the stuff I'm doing now is easy. Yeah. Because it's, I've it's been just, doing it, it's ingrained.
0: Yeah. Have you ever had anybody tell you that your IQ is through the charts? Your basketball IQ?
5: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I think they also say that, I feel like to give me a compliment, but also say like, I, I, there's nothing else to my game. Mm. I heard that a lot, like, mm-hmm. like coming up in the draft and stuff. People saying like, oh, he's good. And he's great, smart. But but the right. Butt. Yeah. So I mean, I I know I'm smart. I know right. I'm smart, but like right. I know I also a lot of other shit to me yeah, too. But sure. there's so
0: many good players that they
5: have no IQ. Dumb
0: it, you know, they <laughs> they can jump and all that, but up here they have no clue what's going on on the court.
4: <laughs> I got a question. I want to take it back to to father son, because again, I'm, I'm I'm in that situation now. What was that line of cause I'm to the to the thought of my boys are 15 now, they just finished their freshman year, first season of varsity, of you wanting it. But your dad pushing you, how was that dynamic when you were younger? Was it, hey, let's go get this work? <clears throat> or you were someone that's, dad, let's go get this work. How did that work?
5: A little bit of both. Okay. I would say definitely there'd be days where it was like unspoken. Like, we knew that, like, I got to the point where I was, in like, in freshman, my freshman year. I was like, all right, I got to get my schoolwork done. I got to go to the gym. And then I could do what I want. Like, I, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go hang on my fir- friends for a little bit. Then I'm going to meet you at the gym later. It was like, no. Priorities. You gotta, yeah, you gotta prioritize. My parents said, "I got there's school, there's basketball, and there's your social life. You gotta pick two of the three. Mm-hmm. And then um, obviously, I picked basketball and school, and the social life uh, is it it'll always be there. Like my best friends, still my best friends to this day because they helped me. They knew I was like, "Yo, that's Jalen's gonna do that, and he's gonna meet up with us later?" And so, um, they they gave, they gave me some choices. It was never like this is what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. They always like here are the pros and cons. Do with it as you please. We'll support you wherever. Yeah. yeah. They'll support me, but like when I'm when I start complaining about me not playing well or me not doing something well in school, they're like, your well, fault. it's your fault. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. I own up to it. Born in Jersey, you moved seven times because of your dad's job.
5: What was that like? Honestly, hell. <laughs> hell. <laughs> around. Yeah. But it helped. I would say hell because obviously you're moving, like I said, seven times before school or before college. Like you're moving to different schools got to meet, do, meet uh, new friends. Um, got to find new teams, wherever you're going to. It got to the point where I kind of quit every other sport. Like, I played football, baseball, soccer. And um, basically, I just like, you know, let me just play basketball year-round. It's the easiest thing to do. I think it helped me because I had to adapt to every situation I was in. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to school, like uh, high school, college, like the, the kid, uh, the kids, like my older teammate. I was young. I was, I was a freshman playing varsity. So mm-hmm. it helped me adapt to that. Help me adapt to college and in uh, the league. So, like moving, all those times sucked, but it helped.
4: Well, that's tough too as a young kid because friends are everything. Like when you're little, like your friends are everything to you. So, so to be bouncing around to different schools and different states, like I said, I can see how it can build character and toughness. But at the same time, as a child, you're like, damn, like I'm leaving my friends again.
5: Yeah, it was, it was, it was not fun. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, it made me tough. Yeah. I mean, I had to go through it. It wasn't like I had a choice either.
0: Right. Around that time, you weren't understanding it was your dad's journey, like what he was, where he was trying to go. As a kid, you don't understand that. You just bouncing around, leaving your friends just frustrated. But now, as being a NBA yeah, player that's cool, been on cool. different teams, you know what I'm saying, you kind of understand that now. But as a kid growing up in the NBA, any funny stories or good stories you remember from being around different teams?
5: I remember, obviously, with like the don't really remember, but when I was with the Knicks, when my dad was with the Knicks, um, I used to, uh, I forget what game it was. I think it was against the Heat when Allen Houston caught the ball at the top of the key, did all those jab steps, to the clutch shot at the top of the key. So I used to always do that jab step, like in the locker room, and then they all laugh and stuff like that. Um, we used to run around and do like the LJ sign. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's dope. Something came. I did a I did Fallon last week, and we talked about the Jordan story.
4: Yeah, what I, Where, I saw the headline. <laughs> what what is that story? I didn't hear the story.
5: Long story short, we lived in Jersey for most of my dad's career. We lived in Jersey, um, so we go to all the East Coast cities wherever it's drivable for us. And so he came to DC. Jordan was with the Wizards, and so every away arena, I got like that home team's jersey. Just something that me and my mom did, and I um, had Jordan's jersey on. So after the game. I got to go see my dad in the locker room, went to the other locker room with one of their coaches. And uh met Michael. And um he like, hey, you want me to sign your jersey? I said, Nah, you mess it up. <laughs> I was dead serious. How old were you? I was he was like oh two, oh three, so probably like six or seven. <laughs> he said, yeah. Nah, you'll mess so, it like, up. I'm growing like I'm growing up in the NBA, like I'm right. seeing all these players like all the time. So I'm like, it's I'm taking it for granted. Like I'm right. like, it is what it is. But I was like, I had no signatures, like nothing. Wow! Like my dad used to collect stuff. I was like, I don't really, I don't need signatures. I'm, I'm good. So I was like, yeah, don't mess my jersey no. up. MJX it up. That's crazy. Man.
4: What's up? I'm John Wall.
1: And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have it off?
0: I said, I said OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because ain't I it?
1: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program Take your business further with the smart and flexible
2: American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at
3: AmericanExpress.com businessgoldcard Business Gold Card. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
0: How good was Jabari Parker
5: in high school? Throwback, man. Yo, <laughs> Jabari, we played him my sophomore year of high school in the state championship. So I think our tallest dude my sophomore year was about five And so we ran off like 19 straight wins all of a sudden. We were just, we got hot. You know, we went downstate and we we're playing Jabari. They just won three out of. It was a senior So they won the last three state championships. So I'm like, yo, we got all the confidence in the world. And then we have a huge high school. We had like 4,500 kids. So like our student section was packed. It was loud. Jabari just made it look too easy, man. <laughs> killed. Just killed us. It was like the most effortless 20 points, like effortless. Like in every bucket was just like, <laughs> man, Jabari was different. I different. hate he
0: got hurt, bro. Cause he was nice. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he was.
5: He was different, and he was a good dude. Now he worked hard. Um, didn't really say anything on the court, no, mm-hmm. never. But like, I was just, man, he was different. Bro. I
4: feel like he has some mellow in him, like a strong versatile dog that'll dunk on you. Big body with the whip,
0: but he was athletic. With a little
5: hair. He can fly, yeah, yeah he nah. can get
0: up to. Jabari was nice.
4: He was one of those dudes
5: that like, is like a nice guy, he doesn't say too much. Yeah. But on the court, you're just Relieve. like, who is this dude, like, this is a wholly different person. He's he's just an animal. Jalil Okafor. Another one. <laughs> Another, one. Another one. My junior year, the next year, we played Jalil in the state, state semifinals. State semifinals. And so, I had, I think I had 56 of like the 68 points. God damn! It's yeah, yeah, yeah. My my friends they always give me shit for not passing the ball that game. Whatever. I was I was doing whatever could could to win. But Jalil just he was like 13 of 15, just like just dunking everything, whatever. I'm just like, I just can't catch a break. That's two years in a row we playing number <laughs> one number one recruit number yeah. one recruits, and these dudes are just killing us. But uh, yeah, there's another one who's just stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: how lit were you right here oh
5: man <laughs> <laughs> how lit man. were you right here so <laughs> i'll say this this is this is um that that game against jaleel oh was it, really game against jaleel game against this so is downstate we're fighting it's like a close game it was like a two possession game at the time or we were down yeah we we're down four with like 30 seconds left so i come down i i, I Get foul and I shoot a three and I make it. So I turn around. And I, I I start putting my, like my hands in the air, like saying count it, count it. And the refs like waving it off. I like, no 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 no. So I just turn around and I scream. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I screamed it. <laughs> like I had my hands in the air and everything. Like like. But the crazy part is like everyone sees that. But like I kind of faced the other student section. I faced like the other. It was Whitney Young faced like their coaching uh, their bench or whatever. Like no one said anything. Didn't get a tech nothing i didn't even realize that that happened i was just like in the moment i was in the moment
0: yeah
5: so after the game that picture like resurfaces or surfaces, and i'm oh, I do, like that has to yeah. be photoshopped like, Dude, I, I don't I, remember I, that i didn't do that it <laughs> has to be photoshopped so then like our ad from the school knocks on my door say yo you're suspended for the third place game tomorrow oh really so i was like i said i I'd swear i didn't do it like i like I had no idea that was like that was even a thing i had yeah. had to be doctored because the dude who took the picture didn't post it with um people the, in the background whatever no no no. with the um with his company or his newspaper he posted oh, okay. on his personal oh okay on his personal twitter so i'm like well why wouldn't he post it regularly if it was a real picture so there was a whole thing and my team was going to sit out like the whole third place game because they thought like the picture was like doctor and everything, which I still to this day, like I didn't do that in my mind. I was like, there's no wow. way. I don't remember that.
4: You can see the ref blowing up, blowing it like there, no shot. So they, did, they didn't count it.
5: So when that picture, so when the people from the Mavs, like the training staff found that picture, <laughs> they, like, they got like little like fathead stickers of it and put it everywhere in the practice <laughs> facility for me to see. That now
0: funny. that I look at it, it look like the left finger is doctored a little bit. A little bit. It looked like it. A little bit. Mm, mm, mm. College,
4: freshman, you get a chance to start and win a national championship. We were talking about before we got started. I mean, obviously the league is the ultimate goal and the prize, but I had a blast in college.
5: Mm, um, me talk to
4: us about,
0: <laughs> where'd you go to college at? Uh, you- uh, uh, The DR? No, uh, Backyard University. <laughs> <laughs> the streets are hard not. Yeah. uh As
4: a freshman starting, getting a chance to win a national championship uh, at Villanova. Talk to us about that experience.
5: It was, that that year was fun, and I say it was fun because it was it was ups, ups and downs. Like as a freshman, nah, I was an All-American, and so like I'm thinking like, all right, I'm gonna go, like I'm gonna do my thing, and like, I know obviously when I got to Villanova, it was like, it was team oriented, those dudes were, we had a bunch of older dudes, but I knew I had a chance to come in and compete to start and everything, so Coach Wright didn't give me anything. I knew I was gonna have to compete for everything, but um, Coach Rice, another one who like everything was mental. Like your mental approach is everything. And so, uh, like he would come into practice some days and try and like break you and see where you were. Like that was his goal to see where we were as a team. And uh, with me, I just I could not let that happen in my three years. I was like, this man will never be able to do Ooh. that. Do that. But um, man, we we fought, man. We fought like hell. We had like little things going on throughout the season, but. One thing I realized is that our practices were way harder than our games mm-hmm. were way harder. So when we got the game time. We're thinking, all right, these these Easy. dudes aren't playing as hard as us. Like, mm-hmm. like they may be more talented, but they're not going to outdog us. Mm-hmm. So that's how I mean, we obviously had different terminology and stuff like that, but that was basically what we did. And so Coach Wright had that mentality for us. And it was it was fun because we just knew the other dudes weren't going to just do yes. the little things that we were going to do. Mm-hmm. So um, if we made shots, yeah, we were winning but if, if things weren't going well for us, but like, all right, it's time to, time to toughen up. And he he implemented, implemented that into our minds and, and obviously, yeah, we mm-hmm. found a way. He,
0: is, is it around the squad, like I know he's married, but he's a ladies man, like the ladies love him. Like, you, you know who love Coach Wright? Hmm. Eleanor. Yeah. Oh, does she? Bro, she <laughs> called me and asked me do I know him. Really? I'm like, nah, I don't know, she's like, I was just looking at a picture of him, like, but he, she's not, but she's not the first one, I've had other, older ladies from when I'm working somewhere, talk about him. So like, GQJ. he must be a ladies man or something. GQJ.
5: GQJ. See, <laughs> everyone sees, oh, you're not gonna like this. Everyone sees that, like Jay Wright. When he walks into practice sometimes, and he's like, his hair's a little messed up, and he he got that scowl on his face. His, his first name's Gerald. Gerald. Gerald Wright. So he's <laughs> like, all right, everyone else sees Jay Wright, but we see Gerald Wright. Yeah. You, guys, you don't, you don't <laughs> want to see Gerald Wright. Yeah, yeah. Gerald's
4: on some shit. Yeah. <laughs> How did you learn how to play off two feet? Was that at Villanova? That come earlier. Very skilled off two feet.
5: I learned a little. I learned it with obviously working with my dad, but I think at Villanova it was like polished it, polished, polished it because everyone did it. It was something we did every single day. I kid you not. That's how we started practice. That's how we ended practice. Like Mm -hmm. we started just doing our footwork stuff, and so uh, Coach Wright was like, "I want you guys to have this in your repertoire." knowing that you guys can play the other way, but you will always have this style mm-hmm. of basketball. Mm-hmm. And then it works. Hell yeah. <laughs> it works. And then when when we won that f- my freshman year, coach said this line with us, he's like, now that I know this shit works, and then y'all, it's gonna be hell for you guys next year. Yeah. Like, All right, so we really gotta- Lock in. But yeah, he, he, he really implemented that to us because we knew that sometimes people are gonna be athletic, more athletic than we are, but like, so about how smart we are, how in mm-hmm. our footwork Scale, and all that mindset. stuff. So he, yeah, he hammered that home every huh? day.
0: How many pros was on that team? Four?
5: 2016. Yeah. Me, Mikhail. Yeah. Ryan Archidiacono, Josh Hart. Uh, our big man, Daniel Cheffy played in the league for a little wow. bit. Um, who redshirted that year? Was Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, DiVincenzo, yeah. Eric Pascoe redshirted that year because he transferred. So. Six seven, seven
0: yeah, mm-hmm. that's
5: dope.
4: DT, you guys get a chance to win another one, uh, 2018. So two time champ, also national player of the year. Mm. You knew it was time to go after that, ching ching.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had no choice. Also, I, I, best part about it, my mom went like this. I graduated that year too, so oh, I finished. You? I finished in three. three years. Finished in three. Damn, finished that's in three. dope. But yeah, it was. That was the plan. Like I, we thought about it my sophomore year, but. That's that's that's, uh, it's, that's mom. That's work, man. I that's love mom. that. I can't I give that. dad. Dad said dad wanted me to do it, but mom was like, "Nah." On it, you, yeah. make sure you did it. Yeah. That
0: was my- oh, I wonder how hard is that to graduate in three years? Yeah, I, it took me four, and I still didn't. <laughs> Forty-five, and I even thought about it. Yeah, <laughs>
4: that he crushed your mind. <laughs> what was your? I mean, obviously, graduation, national player of the year, two-time NCAA champ. What was your draft process like? Did you have to do a bunch of workouts? Did you do a few. I did
5: nine. Okay. I did nine workouts. Um, draft process was it wasn't too bad. Obviously, like nine workouts is a lot, like with the travel and everything. But uh, a lot of people did more, so I couldn't make really a complaint. Like some people were doing like twenty, twenty-five. Mm. So I think I did a decent amount.
4: Any memorable um, ones like guys you went up against in the draft that were supposed to be higher or whatever it may be? Sometimes you hear those draft stories. I think, the,
5: I think the one draft story that always comes to mind is when I did Utah and Grayson Allen was there. Grayson Allen got drafted off that workout. Really? Yes. He got drafted to Utah off that workout. He dominated. Really? I couldn't be mad at it because I wasn't playing terrible. I think I, was talking, I think I was on his team too, the three-on-three uh, team. Man, he was cooking. Like he got drafted off that workout a lot. Like they knew it right away. So he, was, he's
4: their type of player too, kind of Matt Harping
0: type. Matt Harping was a problem.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, because when I thought we was about to talk about Utah, I was about to say I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you get drafted with Luca, got to be the uh, I wouldn't say the best draft ever, but close to it. What you, What you think about the draft class? My draft we class because I'm, I'm, I'm this Dylan, but this guy Dylan back here. He go. He's a big time basketball head, so he goes overboard with some of the things he says. Sometimes, the best draft ever, but
5: I won't say I won't say ever. I would say if it's the best draft class ever, because that dude's a Hall of Famer. I'll say that. That dude. It was. It's funny because I remember first meeting him. That language barrier was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. He can, he can speak way better English now, but um. He he came in right away, and like, he just like it looks so effortless. Like what my style, I'm like, Yo, I gotta come in every day, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, just to make sure that like, they just see this man would c- just come in the gym, they do his work and when they play pickup, it just looked like he's doing that slow motion, but he's doing whatever he wants. And I'm thinking of, I play like my own pace, like I control the game, whatever, whatever, I do it a little differently, but his, his is just on another level. Mm-hmm. So from day one, I was like, this dude is good. This dude is good. But like, also I'm thinking like, like, damn, this dude is good. Do I belong? Mm. <laughs> like, that's no, all that's like, the type of doubt that I put in my mind. Like, this, that's this dude he was. He was that good. Mm. He's, I came in. You can ask any vet on that team. It was, like, DeAndre Jordan, Wes Matthews, Harrison Barnes, um, JJ Berea, Devin Harris. They all said the same thing. The, the dude would just came in, and everyone was just like, wow. Mm. And just... We, That's see, what it. Yeah, we, we it. see it started. We saw it.
0: We see it. Didn't, uh, who got drafted in bronze class? Melo, right? Oh, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm okay. saying
8: the Mavs personally getting him and Luca in the same draft.
0: Okay. Uh, who, did, who had a better. There draft. you But you know, I'm expl- Ron Burgundy. Expl- you didn't say that on the thing. Explain day. your shit, Dylan. <laughs> he didn't write it on there, though. Uh, who was Luca off the court?
5: The kid. Big really? old kid. Like Big all kid. of us. Yeah. Big kid. He was, he's a cool dude. Um he really likes to just relax and kind of be out of the spotlight, mm-hmm. which I like about him. He's not like. He doesn't like the attention. Nah, down to earth, chill, just wants to hang out and all that stuff. He's he's really low key. He's like.
4: What's one of your favorite stories that you could tell about you and him, or something that happened, or practice games, travel, any any funny stories with you two?
5: No
0: one v ones.
5: I beat him a couple of times. Yeah. Oh for sure. <laughs> oh for sure, and there's, there's yeah. evidence too. There's video evidence too, so yeah. uh, <laughs> I had to throw that. I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, some stories on me and Luca. I would say like the longer I was like able to be on the court, uh, on the court with him, we gained much more respect. So our friendship grew like that. Mm. Of course. Like obviously, I wasn't playing as much until obviously I got better and better each year, and so um, man, we used to. <laughs> We used to gamble on the plane, man. Mm-hmm. Used to gamble on the plane. Play tonk. Mm-hmm. But I didn't play boo right. I didn't play boo as a no, no, That's no, no. a whole different That's a whole game. different ball game. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool. So- crying. i cool. you yeah. used to play tonk a little bit. So I'm obviously the lowest uh, paid player at the table. And so, uh, but uh, the only thing about Luca, never pays his bets right away. <laughs>
4: He right away. Awesome He's still
5: some people. He still some people.
4: Was DJ the dealer? Because DJ cheats. DJ's oh, no, I with the DJ. Uh, DJ was a fucking I
0: didn't
4: play card on, I didn't play,
5: I didn't play a freshman. I played like freshman. I didn't play a rookie year. I played like okay. closer to like my further. third and fourth year. Okay. Though.
0: See, we didn't do that. You yeah. got to pay up or you get off the plane. We they was writing checks on the plane. Well
5: also, like it's for the Mavs. I remember, you know how you you get like um, per, per diem? Yeah. We got it on a debit card. Oh really? So we never got cash. Some oh, the Cuban cheap. shit
4: right there. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's G, that's dope. <laughs> how was Dirk, being around Dirk? Amazing. Unbelievable,
5: huh? It was crazy because he's another dude who's just a big kid. Like all, oh, he's mm-hmm. a big kid. But I remember seeing him like, just like fighting to like get back on the court because he had, I think he had the ankle procedure right before my rookie year. So he was just fighting to get back. And I'm seeing how hard this dude is working at year 21, knowing that it's probably his last year. So it made me think about like, Maybe just like five or six years ago, like what he was doing to like get himself ready to go, and so that that dude's work ethic in his mind at year twenty one just was off the charts, so obviously like he couldn't do the things he used to do, right. but
0: mine's still sharp as ever, yeah, yeah. But, uh for me, he's probably the smartest coach and probably the first coach to well besides pop but the first coach to actually Believing me to be um, a, 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 a star on the team, what did Rick Carlisle do for you, and and what type
5: of coach was he to you? Rick is different. I love Rick. Yes, he's different. Different. When I say different, man, he's just—he's hilarious. Like the from from the way he calls timeouts to everything he does, he's just a quirky dude. But when it comes to basketball, man, he's just like genius, genius, genius. He was—he was a great, great dude. When I played, he let me go mm-hmm. when I go, he let me go. And so when I used to talk to him about like, things I had to do, whatever, and I, I was like, coach, like what do I got to do? Yada, yada, yada. He just basically just go play, man. Just go play, be yourself. Uh, he, he told me that, He you. told me to limit my mid ranges. <laughs> but I was thinking, if I make him, be good. Mm-hmm. Make him be good. But uh, he's.
0: There's a method he, behind everything he say, though
5: he everything's calculated he, he, he's, he, yeah it's calculated. Everything's, exactly. calculated everything's calculated he was a great he was a great dude to play for I loved it
0: he's the only coach Matt that I played for 14 years that began the season he bring each player the starting five he bring each player in before the season and tell them what he wants them to do so you know your role Mm-hmm. So it's not, you're not going out there stepping on nobody's toes or you're doing what's best for the team. And when the coach does that, it simplifies, he simplifies it for players where they can understand what he need them to do. He's the mm-hmm. only coach that do ever done that. And I think all coaches should do that with players.
5: He's, he's definitely straightforward, yes. which I love. Whether it was, whether you liked it or not. Yep. There hey, it is.
4: Ain't no guesswork.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart
2: and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash Business Gold Card.
8: Right Rug Flooring.
4: Knicks, free agency. Uh, was there a chance in Dallas? The, the, the bright lights in New York were calling your name. Talk to us about your free agency.
5: There was a chance. Okay. There's a chance. I I really did want to stay in Dallas. I think before the season, um, before my fourth season in Dallas, my last season in Dallas, uh, we tried to extend um, our contract, whatever we can get, was the most we can get was like four years and 55 million. And so obviously we wanted to do that. I wanted to stay there. I thought I thought I would be there for a long time. And uh, I liked my role there. Um, it's funny because my agent was like, I mean, you can do so much. You can do. You can get more. You can get more. I'm saying, like, well, like, I just want to be safe. Like, I'm not trying to gamble right now. This is not something mm-hmm. you really gamble with if it's out there. Right. And so but they, they were like, we want to see where we're at, you know, about like 20, 25 games into the season. But we were like, all right, well, if we're not going to do it, I kind of don't want to do it until after the season. I'm not trying to think about this.
4: During the season, right.
5: Yeah, so there's a period where Luca went out and I started to start. And um, I was playing really well. I think I was averaging like 20 and like 6 maybe, whatever. And so it was about that 20 to 25 mark. And so we went back. We're like, hey, like, if the deal's there. We're thinking about it. Like, I'll do it. Like, right now. And still, it was no. Like, it it wasn't a hard note. It was just like. You want to see if you want to see so, I'm so like,
4: this was dallas this is dallas uh, this is still in okay.
5: dallas because i i originally i wanted to stay there mm-hmm. and so um trade deadline comes i'm like thinking like all right well if, the, if i'm not getting extended i'm probably gonna get traded probably i think the way i've been playing like there's just like playing well right i'm playing somewhat decent and so that didn't happen and then um yeah so like the, the deal came on the table after the trade deadline i was like i i know I think I think I've outgrown that now. Right. Okay. Personally, that's what I thought. I was like, I think I've outgrown that. Obviously, going to playoffs. Luke gets hurt, like second to last game or last game of the season, and so we're he's out for the first three games. And I obviously did what I did.
0: Ain't no looking back.
5: Ain't no looking back. And so that all happens. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of my timeline so I don't mess up. So they be losing the Western Conference Finals, and I remember seeing something on Twitter after the game. And it was like Mark saying, hey, like we can pay him the most money. And so he says that on Twitter, he says that like, in the in an interview, like with season, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever, like literally right after the game. And so I'm thinking like, all right, I'm okay. I just, I just after that, it was just like crickets. Mm. From my point of view, I can't speak to anyone else. I'm just from my point of view, it was crickets. Mm-hmm. And so, and obviously I saw like New York making moves and saw all that stuff. I was like, Home. Close to, home, Close to home. Two hours away from where I was, or an hour away from where I was born. Yeah. Um, parents live on the East Coast, whole families on the East Coast. So I started thinking like, could, this, this could be a real thing. And so, um, then here we are. Best move you made. <laughs> best move, best what's,
4: move. What's the experience been like with Tibbs? Old school, tough nose?
5: <sighs> Tibbs, I will say me and Tibbs' relationship is different because here's the backstory. My dad went to Salem High School in Salem, Massachusetts. Tibbs went to Salem State. So that's how they met when my dad was in high school. So that relationship started there. And so they had played pickup and all that stuff. They knew each other from just being in the area. So that relationship started there. And then my dad- that. That's crazy. Was with, the, was with the Knicks when Tibbs was assistant coach, when they went to the finals. Mm-hmm. And so obviously the relationships continued to grow and never. And then my dad also coached with Tibbs and the Bulls. So that's why I moved to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then he was with the Timberwolves with Tibbs. So I've known Tibbs pretty much since life? I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. my whole life. So when I got to here, this dude pushes me the same way I saw him push any other player. Um, doesn't really give me special treatment. Like he'll still, like he'll yell at me. Like he'll yell at me like I could have a wide shot in the corner. He's gonna yell at me for something. So, like, it ain't, it ain't like, there's no, like, preferential or special treatment at all. He just, he pushes me every single day. He wants me to be the best player I can be every single day. Mm-hmm. And, I like, people say that. He does he it. He it. lives it. it. This man was in the gym, is in the facility yesterday after our last game, uh, giving me a call at 10 a.m. Like, just, like, talking about basketball, what I thought about the game last night. I was like, Coach, I haven't watched it. Like, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm packing. I'm going to All-Star. He's like, all right, well, this is what I think. He's always pushing me that way. So, I mean, our relationship is different just because I've known him for so long, but I mean, I love that man.
0: What was your Team USA experience like? And losing at the same time.
5: So, I'll say this, my Team USA experience was great. For me and all the team, My uh, the guys, going to all these special places, uh, Spain, Abu Dhabi, the Philippines, as soon as we lost, Right, and then we were done. I forgot about everything that just happened, so it, it went like it was. That whole trip just didn't happen. Mm. That's what it felt in my mind. Like I was like, "Cause you I didn't was win. We didn't win." So everyone's like, "Oh man, how was your trip?" How, when I got back, I'm like, it "Sucked." Right. Like we lost. Like he said, "Oh, but you went to like Spain, you did all this stuff." I'm like, "That doesn't matter." Like we mm-hmm. went to win. I wasn't like on vacation. I wasn't on vacation or nothing. Like I was just like, the whole trip was ruined for me as soon as we lost. Mm-hmm. Old school, it's just, it's it. just real.
0: I think he's gonna get an NBA title out Cause been one of, I think he's just one of those guys like me that just wins everywhere. He's gonna get it. I think he's one of those
5: people. I, I hope. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think so. Get it. Are you hoping to
0: be on the next Olympic team, 2024?
5: I mean, I, Paris. I I couldn't say no, unless obviously it was something was to happen or whatever, mm-hmm. special circumstance. Um, I'm always open to it. I'm always over to it. That's just, Opportunity that's doesn't come too often.
0: Right. Congratulations on the pod. Me and Matt waiting for uh, an invite. The roommate, the roommate show with you and Josh Hart. Talk about the pod. How did that come about?
5: The pod's fun. The pod's fun. The best part about the pod right now, not the best part, the worst part about the pod right now. Uh (laughs) so we've the first two shows I've aired, we did it before our last our losing streak. Mm. so everyone's like oh oh and one since the pod started oh and two since the pod started <laughs> oh and three that. oh and Get four rid of the i said yeah we haven't recorded since in, right. a, in a minute but um i love it because like, obviously everyone sees uh, the players um on the court and obviously in the interviews and they're asking like basketball questions or whatever uh, yeah me and josh are going to talk about basketball but like we're talking about like our, our relationship, yeah. how we met and stuff, all the old stuff to get us where we are. Oh,
4: shit! Yeah, just the um, conversation.
5: Yeah, like we just want to talk. Like people don't see uh, NBA players talk about what's going on when they're playing the NBA in real time. In real time. And so, I mean, obviously, it's like it's a second fiddle to what we're doing. Like we're, we're hoop, we're hooping right now, but um, man, it's fun. I'm excited, and for it's sure, y'all, cool. we'll set that up. Yeah, I mean, it's therapeutic do. too. It's we therapeutic.
4: Down. We're definitely down to come through. Yeah. Um, how did your partnership with Bose come about?
5: They came to me, man. They came to me. I'm not gonna lie. I I think Bose surprised me because I, I was a I was an Apple kid my entire life. I, everyone's like Apple, Apple, and um when Bose came to me. I put him on. That noise cancellation shit is real. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's Word. real. No, no, no. I like Word. it is real. Like you put the earbud, the ear- earbuds in, and on the plane. Nothing. nothing yeah nothing man yeah. i love it
4: that's dope love shout out to bose because they laced us with some stuff for yep. our gift bags yes so they did appreciate we it we gonna family. hear about those but we appreciate that mm. um i wanted real quick before I, we're heading in the uh the, the the quick hitters to finish out the show but i just want to know real quick what has it been like playing with your college teammates in new york of all places obviously dante's been playing really well you're doing your thing Josh got paid. Like, what is that like to kind of obviously have the college experience, but then have it like this on the biggest stage in New York?
5: Man, it's it's fun, man. It's fun. New York is the Garden is a special place. So we used to play there. I probably played in the Garden in college about sixteen times. Damn. Yeah, the Big East tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whenever we played St. John's, we played them at the Garden. We had a couple um, like neutral site games at the Garden, so. I was like 15 and one at the garden. Mm. I was like 15 and one in something that we lost one game. It was a, a see and all a freshman year in the biggie championship. I remember that. We'll never forget that. Um, but playing with those three, like especially in the place that we used to play in a lot. And it's awesome. Like, you nice. don't like people talk about like, uh, you get these opportunities like this. And it's something you should really like cherish. Like, man, like, playing with your boys, we used to like go at it with every single day in practice. Like I said, practices were hard in the games in college. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So we used to like battle it for, me and Josh got into a couple of altercations. Jontay and Josh got to way more stuff because they used to guard each other and like go at mm-hmm. it. But uh, to see where we are now, like how we've all like matured, like not just with basketball, but with life, man, it's it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's a blessing, man. Enjoy yeah. it,
4: enjoy it. Yeah. All right, uh, quick hitters, first thing to come to mind. Give us your thoughts. Uh, top five point guards in NBA history.
5: Magic. I'm not going to order. Magic, Steph, um, Steve Nash. He'd kill me if I didn't say it. Jason Kidd. She better. Uh, I'm going to go with my guy too, CP. Ooh. CP.
0: Shout out, CP. That's my dog. Did you have a childhood crush? Who was your childhood crush? Beyonce. It's word, easy. Word, word.
5: Beyonce. Word. Easy
0: call, Beyonce. Third War Texas. Texas. <laughs> uh, most
4: underrated food spot in New York.
5: Underrated. Mm-hmm. I always do the overrated places. Underrated,
4: or maybe maybe one of your favorite low key spots.
5: It's a little it's a little Italian spot underground. It's called scalantinella Scallantin Ellen. scalantinella Scallantinella. I it right. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Real Close Italian. Enough. I'm talking Real like authentic, authentic Italian. Scantinelli. Yeah. yeah I authentic that. Italians. Yeah. I love it. Okay though um what's your guilty pleasure it's crazy whenever i can't keep them in the house oreos oh, double stuff regular
4: oh double stuff to crack where you I, to, I, I, get your game right you cannot double stuff. keep them in
5: the house one time my, my wife brought them into the house and she tried to hide them from me oh, i dang. was looking for something else and i saw them i closed the drawer back i was like damn man i i know where these are now I could have sleep in the middle of the night. I'm like, I need a <laughs> <Damn>. snack. <laughs> like a fiend, <thing>, huh? <laughs> yeah, Wait, damn.
4: with or without milk?
5: Um, Either or,
0: doesn't matter to me. Have you experienced the Delta Biscoffs? On never, Delta? Never heard of them. The Biscoff? My goodness. <laughs> you gotta special. fly Delta just for the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: the reason. Yep. Uh, one thing you wish you were better at? Golf. Oh,
0: I like
5: that. Golf and video games. R- what video game you play? Play Call of Duty, play Fortnite. Yeah, I would
0: say NCAA twenty twenty four is going to come out. College can't wait football, that. I can't wait. can't wait
5: for that. Can't wait for that. I'll, I'll say that because I'll say video games because um, you know, my my boys be clowning me, man. I'm always on the one, first one dying, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Every day is like I'll be playing well too, and I die, but yo, here we go again. I'm like, bro, I, I'm playing well today. Uh, like, you're the weakest link. Weakest link. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm always the weakest, weakest link.
0: link. I ain't you tripping. <laughs> I do it in real life. Um, <laughs> one, <laughs> one guess you would like to see on all the smoke, but but you have to help us get
5: your answer on the show. One, somebody one you're guess. close with, yeah, somebody yep. you're
4: cool. This in the, that Rolodex of
0: yours.
5: Josh would be the easy answer. gonna say that. I want to. I got. I just want
0: to talk to him though, because he's seen funny as hell. He has no filter.
5: I know. He's. I can. Like, I can tell. Like, sometimes on our show, he starts talking. I'm like, this dude just, just Josh, just tone it down a little bit. He's like, no, no, no. I got. I got to do it. I'm like. <laughs> All right. But uh cool dude. Actually you gotta be him, man. He's he's unhinged. Yeah. He don't care. Yeah. He don't That's, care. Be, this will yeah. be a great place it's for Josh like you got A little bit of me in him. <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> well, uh Jay the man, we appreciate you stopping by. Yes, sir. Uh, best of luck in the three point contest. Appreciate it. Enjoy yourself it. in the all-star Congrats. game and then Continue to push it, man. I mean, uh, like I said, I I feel like you guys have something special out there. Continue to build on that, and uh, best of luck on your run to the playoffs, man. Thank you,
5: man. Appreciate no it. Doubt. Thank you Thanks guys. for being here, bro. That's
4: Sorry. a wrap, man. Jalen Brunson, All Star, twenty twenty four, Indiana. We'll see y'all next week.
8: For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
3: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. If you dare.